Welcome to Offscreen Babble with Shade and Kyle, where we talk about TV shows and movies we've seen recently. Today, we talk about Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. Okay, so I feel like this episode might be a discussion not only about Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. Sorry, I didn't want to say the whole title, but also just about Marvel. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe that's what this might be. Um, I, my feelings are going into this movie. I think you and I both saw that there were like it was a maybe had a low tomato score or a fifty percent yeah. or something, and um. generally it seemed like a lot of people were, I don't know what you heard before seeing the movie. Well, I I did see the Rotten Tomatoes score and whenever, I I think it was actually like 48 or something like that. Okay. And I was like, "Uh uh-uh. Yeah. Um, And I saw one person talk about it who was usually pretty positive about things and was like, "Eh, it's fine. And I was like, oh. Okay. Yeah, and I think everything I saw was also, like, it's fine. Like, it's fine. It's currently, as we're recording this, 47% and 84% audience score. So, like, if you know anything about Rotten Tomatoes, like, you don't have to, like, take it as, like, this is a hard fact that it's, like, 40%, blah, 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 or 47%. But it is a good indicator of generally what people think as far as critics go and the audience score being 84 percent that's not bad but for marvel i think they're used to seeing a high like 90 something percent or whatever with their movies and i think lately with the audience score with their audience score yes and i think lately i think i saw something from david chen who hosts um film cast and he was talking about the cinema score. And the cinema score is, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with this. No, I'm not. It's basically, uh, they are people who stand outside of a movie and pull you immediately. And then they assign a letter grade to your reaction. And then Your reaction is a bunch of words or? I mean, you just say like, what did you think about the movie? And yes, you might say like, I loved it or I... I thought it was okay or whatever. And then they assign a letter grade to that and then they average it out. Hmm. And the letter letter score for that was B, which is rare for Marvel. Wait, for what? For Ant-Man? For this movie, Quantumania. And that's rare for Marvel in general because they've had, this is according to David Chen, so I'm trying to remember everything he said. But I think to date, there's been 31 Marvel movies. Wow. And uh, I think starting in like, 2014 all of them have been a cinema scores like just Mm. a cinema scores up until these last four films that have been b and b uh again when you hear b it's like that's not bad right what's the last four it's thor Um, oh i don't know i could pull that up in a second but i think i'm wondering what their rotten tomatoes score was as well okay well eternals one of the last four i think so um, Seems like it was a while ago now. Yeah, I I think that um, overall, the point I'm trying to make yeah. is that I think that 
the impression is that people are not as excited by Marvel and aren't enjoying the movies as much. However, they're still enjoying it. So like for me, what I was hearing about from um, like these movies for, uh, or what I was hearing about people's opinion was like, it's fine. Ant-Man yeah. and the Wasp Quantumania, it's fine. Totally fine. And to me, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm sure it is fine. Because I can't really think of many Marvel movies that I've seen that I thought were bad. That I was like, wow, this is a bad movie. I feel like Eternals was the only one where it was I, I thought Eternals was boring. Yeah. But I didn't think it was a bad movie. You know what I mean? Sure. Uh, the last few movies, I guess, uh, Black Panther, uh, Wakanda Forever, Black Widow, Spider-Man Far From Home. Okay, I'm confused. Captain America Civil. Am I yeah, reading this in recent. order? Yeah, oh, this is not in order. Okay, so sorry. I was reading that out of order. Um, but yeah, anyway, point is, I think you and I maybe have had a different opinion on these movies recently. Like, I don't know how you feel, but I have been feeling burnt out. And I think I've talked about it several times recently. Yeah. So, how have you been feeling about Marvel movies? Uh, I also have been feeling a bit burnt out. Burnt out, and I don't know why. When I'm saying it, it sounds weird. <laughs> okay. Anyway, because um, because you don't want that to exit your mouth that you no. aren't enjoying it as much. <laughs> no, you said like burnt out, and I was uh-huh. like burnt out, and I was like that sounds weird. That I'm not mm-hmm. saying the T, but like. Mm-hmm. It's weird to say the T that much. Is it weird to say the T? I don't know. Okay. Anyway. Seems like it. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, back to the topic at hand. Um, Yeah, I think in general with the movies, I've been feeling burnt out. Um, The shows, not as much, I'd say. I think they've been interesting and a bit different. Okay. Um, But yeah, the recent ones... I, I liked the Black Panther one. Yeah, the um, recent movies before this, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Thor, Love and Thunder, Doctor Strange in the multi in the multiverse of madness, Spider-Man, No Way Home. Those are just a few of the last Okay. Couple. So yeah, so like Black Panther I really liked. I thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh Thor Love and Thunder, it was like eh, it wasn't that great, but um that was mostly because it wasn't quite as funny. Like it was, it was okay. I liked it still. Okay. Um, Doctor Strange. It was like, yeah, we never liked Doctor Strange. Wasn't that great, but Wanda was good, mm-hmm. and that was it. And Spider Man, we talked about before. That actually, did we talk about that we, on the podcast? We didn't talk about it on the podcast. You oh. and I just spoke about it. Yeah, that one. We we liked the nostalgia of everybody and whatnot. Um, but the getting into the story of it being like Spider-Man, like going like, whoa. And like, I, I feel like your opinion has changed because initially no, I, I was I, very critical of the movie and I was you, not as critical. Yes. Yeah. But I definitely did agree that the plot of him, uh, the, the way they got into it was not good. I said that from the beginning, Okay, but I, I th- still liked the movie and stuff Yeah, and I still do. I liked the movie, but I felt the plot was pretty dumb. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so 
and I I think overall I've been feeling like wow this is a lot of Marvel movies yeah and Doctor Strange I think was one where it was like okay no uh pretty much and Thor it was like oh I love the Thor movies we love the Thor movies mm-hmm. this one was okay and yeah then this one it was like I really liked the first Ant Man it was really funny the. Just more and more of the Marvel stuff, it's like, uh, yeah, it would be great to take a break. Um, But having said all that, uh, you know, I thought this movie was funny and I liked it. Uh, I did find at a certain point where it's kind of doing the same Marvel beats and stuff that I'm like, okay, yeah, this again. And I have not said that with any other Marvel movies, really. I hadn't felt that. So I think I am reaching a point where I'm like, uh, I'm seeing like the same thing again. Yeah. But I do like the humor of this one and the way that all works in these movies, uh, in the Ant-Man movies. I, I forget if I like the second one, like kind of so did we talk about that on the podcast no no i i like the second one we didn't even really want to see and then we saw it like days before endgame or whatever yeah just so we were caught up you know but like i remember that yeah yeah but i i don't i don't remember anything from it Uh, here's here's what i'll say and then we could focus just on quantum mania um I've said it numerous times. Yes, I think they should take a break because it's hard to constantly see spectacles like these Marvel movies are large scale stories. They're not like doing small movies. These are big movies, large budgets. They're spectacles, right? It's hard to constantly see three of those from Marvel alone. We're not even talking about other movies that are like this, that are like DC movies or whatever. Mm -hmm. And to see all that multiple times a year and not feel a little like, okay, this is the same. Or like, maybe it's like a different character, but kind of the same beats and you know, especially since they've gone into the multiverse or in this movie, the quantum realm. I'm sorry. It's all kind of going. It's all coming back. To, like, I just feel like it's all the same for me. I'm having a hard time finding anything unique um, in these movies. So for me with Marvel, I just like yesterday we had like a 20 minute conversation where I basically was like, I don't want to watch these anymore. Like, especially watching them and then we talk about it on the podcast. I'm saying the same shit every time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it's not, I I can't imagine it's interesting to listen to. And it's also not interesting for me to say multiple times, like the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. So with that being said, (laughs) are we seeing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3? I guess so. Are we seeing the Marvels this year? I guess so. But, um, and, and I actually am looking forward to seeing the Marvels. But looking at the schedule after that, it's Captain America, New World Order. I don't care. Thunderbolts. <laughs> I don't care. What the heck is Thunderbolts? I think it's like Suicide Squad, but Marvel. So it's um, like. Um, which isn't that Guardians of the Galaxy? 
Yeah, but it's like the bad guys. So it's like Bucky and. Who's uh, not bad. Yeah, and then that Hannah. Who oh, no, that? that's that's an actress. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> Ava Starr, who was in uh, Ant-Man 2. She was? So, yeah. John Walker, the guy who was in Captain oh, America, God, the show. that guy? I mean, he's a bad guy. Julie Louis-Dreyfus, uh, she's, she's like the Nick Fury, but yeah. bad version. Florence Pugh, who, who's mm. like, you know, like it's them. What's his name? David Harbour's in it. Like all those people. Uh, so they're like the bad. For, for a second when you said David Harbour, I just thought of the uh, Santa movie that he was in. Oh. Did we oh. talk about that? No. Oh, we should have. What we? It's so good. You should definitely see it. What's it called? Santa Santa Claus. Santa. <laughs> it's definitely not Santa Claus. I, Santa I Claus don't know 2. what it's called. Oh, Violent Night. Yes. Oh, it's like such it's a good name too. Okay. That movie was so fun. It it was a fun time. Okay. Yes. Anyway, I'm not looking forward to Thunderbolts and Blade. I like Mahershala Ali. Agreed. So, I want to see that and that is it. Then after that, it's what are the other ones? Um, I think it's Deadpool three. I do not care. I do not care. You can see yeah. that alone. I I don't care. Yeah, uh, I mean um, Deadpool two wasn't that great. So yeah, and I really think revisiting Fantastic Deadpool, Four. I've never liked Fantastic Four. Um, yeah, I don't really have any connection to that, but that comes out in twenty twenty five. And then it's Avengers, the King Dynasty, and Avengers Secret Wars. Okay. Huh. I I just, I'm sorry. I, basically out of all the movies that are coming out past this year, I want to see Blade. That, yeah. So, and again, cut cut to us next year. And I'm like, well, I'm seeing, you know, what and is having it? the same conversation. Captain again. America. Yeah. I know. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, well, I'm talking about this, but I, I just sincerely am like, what's the point of me? If I don't like something, why am I watching it? And not even that I think it's bad. I don't think these movies are bad. I, like I said, I can't think of any movie that I was like, even the movies that people don't like, like Thor two, I liked like, yeah. like, you know, like oh, I liked it, movie. but uh, that's one of like the l- lowest rated ones are the ones that people don't like. Dumb. I, I liked, but I, I think for me, I just, if they're not going to take a break, I'm going to take a break, you know, like maybe yeah. years from now, I'm like, Oh, let me go back and watch the movies. I never, maybe I'll do that. But mm. <laughs> like right now I, I am not finding it interesting. And, and that doesn't mean that they're not like quality films like this movie that we're about to talk about, I think was fine. Like it was a good movie, but boring at times. I think for me, I think the acting was really good, especially by Jonathan Majors. Like let mm-hmm. let me let me transition to Quantumania, but let me end the Marvel thing. Okay. I want to move past this feeling where it's mandatory to watch something. I don't like that. Yeah. And I know Every studio wants that because that's how they make money. If you make your audience feel like they have to watch every single thing, you're going to be just making tons and tons of money, right? Yeah, yeah. It, like Disney Plus, they have these shows. You're if you didn't watch what's the show with uh, Kamala, uh, Miss Marvel. Miss, if you didn't watch Miss Marvel, 
you might be like, wait a minute, who's this new character who was established in Miss Marvel and now she's in the Marvels? You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. that is just more money for Disney, right? Sure. And everybody wants that. Every single large studio wants to have guaranteed audience and guaranteed viewership. So I get that. However, if you are not creating a new, like something, even if they were changing things up at a certain point when you're in the same world for years and years and years and there's no break, you kind of get tired of it. Yeah. You know? So with similar plots and like the stakes always being extremely high, those are the things that I think get kind of ridiculous. And the fact that, Everybody dies, but then doesn't die, and it's like yeah, because it's a you can't trust anything. Yeah, it's like, exactly. It's because it, it's not real life. It's a superhero movie. It's yeah, not like, so the stakes just become like you know, instead of oh my god, the stakes are so high. It's like yeah, they're high every time, and everything's always fine. And uh, yeah, main characters die, but somehow are still alive. And it's like I'm you know. very surprised to hear any of this coming from you, only because I think. I understand your perspective normally is like you want to be entertained and have a good time. Like, you know, mm-hmm. and I think the Marvel movies have done that, you know, for mm-hmm. you. So I'm surprised that you are also like, yeah, I'm tired of this. Yeah. I'm, it, it hit me at a specific point in this movie where, um, do you want to wait till spoilers? No, I wasn't going to be that specific, oh, okay. but just where something happens where it just reminded me of like the same way it kind of happens in a bunch of the other ones. And mm. finally got to the point where I was just like, uh, yeah, this again. And yeah, it just feels like, very similar to the others Mm. um where i didn't feel that like if i sat down and thought about it i could you know see that that is the case in the other movies but i didn't feel that watching them sure whereas this one for some reason is the time where it hit me uh that way and so now i'm just like yeah are we really gonna do like the same thing again and again and you know again i like the comedy and everything in this, and I thought it was pretty good, and I I liked it. But there were, there was kind of a piece of it where I was just like, ugh. Well, okay, so to go into Quantum Mania, you're saying you liked the comedy in this one, mm-hmm. um, and I would say that I didn't think it was as funny as the first film. I agree with um, that. And I mean, I, Michael Pena was a big part of the hilarity in that one yeah but he had small parts and i think that um the movie overall in the first one was funny all around not just because of one character i agree so i think this movie um was fine i think it was because it was doing a big grand story and introducing um a new character at least in the the cinematic universe um I don't think it had a lot of time to be funny or it didn't it didn't have the opportunity to tell jokes as much as the other movies. As much, yeah. yeah and so, I think yeah, that's that's what I was going to say is I think I think the first one the stakes were much lower so it was able to go more in the comedic direction. And this one I thought did a good job of bringing comedy into it and I felt like it wasn't just like the Marvel comedy like it's it's a different comedy and a different thing. 
And it's like, sure. you know, a Paul yeah. Rudd type thing. That yeah, like. it's a little bit different comedically. Sure. It is. Um, the other thing about this, it's Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. I have never cared about the Wasp. I feel like these movies haven't really made me care about her. When the second movie, I think that was called Ant-Man and the Wasp. I, I don't even remember anything about that movie. Like, I, like so I feel like the Wasp aspect of these movies i'm like she's here she's doing but i don't i'm not it's definitely the paul rudd show like it's definitely ant-man like i am viewing this as a ant-man movie so in case anybody was curious like the presence of other people there's a lot of characters in this movie um i mean they spend a pretty good amount of time on all of them i'd say sure but i feel like the ones that i'm actually that i know their personality it's not the wasp. Like, I just feel like she's yeah. there and she's a good person and the end. I, I, I'm not getting any, like, yeah, I agree. characteristics and I mean, of her. I think in the second one, was she in the first one at all? Like, she as is a in person? the first one, yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I think we did get to know her as a person and her personality. She throughout. was cold and trying to be distant from Yeah, him. yeah. So Which is very different now, obviously. And yeah. so and she so she had like a pretty strong personality from like the first one and then bleeding into the second, I guess. But in this one, I'll agree she doesn't have much of a personality. Yeah, I'm just again does the movie need to do that? I'm just saying it's interesting that it's called Ant-Man and the Wasp. No, I Almost understand. like making it seem like it's equal and it's absolutely sure. not. I just, that's, that's what I, I'm even looking at the movie poster. Ant-Man is centered. He is the biggest character that, that is like, yeah, you yeah. know, anyway. Um, but yeah, to speak about this in non-spoilers, um, I thought this was a totally fine movie. Um, is it a movie that I feel like I'm going to revisit? Which, again, I know isn't, like, the best way to grade movies. Because just because you don't rewatch it doesn't mean that it's not good. But, no, I'm good on... <laughs> like, I don't think I ever need yeah. to see this one again. Um, and I would say that I've heard some criticism about the visuals. Um, I think when the movie... Okay, the other thing is that I'm not the biggest science fiction person... When we start going into space and everything starts looking like orange globs or like, you know, just whatever, Mm -hmm. um, visually, it's just not um, that interesting to me. And I think it's also because we have seen, we are spoiled as an audience and we have seen these big, fantastic space globby things or whatever we've seen it so many times right and i think for me um visually it just was like yeah now i i've also heard criticism because i guess this was filmed using like the volume or whatever the thing is that's used in um mandalorian Uh uh-huh and that sometimes i guess you can kind of tell that they are absolutely just in an empty room and you know whatever um for me i, I would say i didn't feel that yeah for me i felt and it I, I sometimes felt, i felt like the volume has been fantastic yes i think it's good for some things i think it depends on who's using it so, that could be yeah. so i don't know if the volume was used in thor love and thunder 
But I would say in that, it felt very like, okay, they are absolutely not in a room with anything else. Yeah. But, you know, but I, I also I, felt I like that was, was a stylistic choice. I felt like it was intentional, but I think people just didn't like it. However, you know. I Yeah, I think where the volume has shown at least, uh, mm-hmm. like, shine. Um, what? I, I, I wanted to make sure I, it wasn't like I was saying it showed something okay. like it has shown okay anyway um <laughs> the uh the way it has shown is with recreating like realistic things like um, yeah like in mandalorian, in mandalorian and stuff it, it was like when i first saw mandalorian i'm like oh my god like they put like a Star Wars budget here. Like they did like practical things. Yeah, like how yeah. did they do this with a TV show? And then you find out it's like the volume is like, oh wow, like that really works because it seemed like so real. Yeah. And I believe they used it in Thor Love and Thunder a bit, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Which also has a real thing. Now this is like completely totally and Thor, Love and Thunder up. was also a lot of space stuff but anyway. yeah but but this is like all about completely insane looking totally yeah, different yeah. things so maybe that isn't as good in the volume I don't know but yeah I, I think that you know it to me the visuals weren't offensive in any way I just have heard people say they didn't like the visuals to me I was like okay it's fine however I also like As far as it feeling like a spectacle, um, again, I think I'm just spoiled and I've seen these movies. I've seen tons of them. So like it didn't feel special or unique. I wasn't like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. Like being in this world. I think they do some things um, in one part of the movie visually that was kind of interesting, I guess. I guess that's one positive I can say. But otherwise, I was just like, okay, whatever. It's 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 fine. I wasn't mad yeah. about it or anything. I I think there was one shot where a character is touching like a CGI thing mm-hmm. that didn't look like she was touching it. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I thought the visuals were very good and like the movement and everything. Like, uh, I I was pretty impressed. I thought I thought it was well done. Like, okay, I don't expect. It to be bad from Marvel and stuff, but you know there have been times where it's like a little more shaky. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought it looked pretty good. I I wasn't like whoa or you know I thought there were some a few like creative things and things that look kind of interesting, but it definitely wasn't like oh wow like mind blowing or anything like that. Sure. Like I would say like Avatar for instance was like something. Yeah, I've never yeah. seen and like wow that's so different and mm-hmm. stuff. So nothing like that. Let's let's go into just the characters and acting and then we can get into spoilers. Um so Paul Rudd, I think he did a good job. He is a, I think one he's a good actor. I think you know people just think of him comedically and that he's really funny, but I think he's good. He has to play some dramatic parts in this and he's he's good at that, I think. Um and do you, do you have anything to say about Paul Rudd? He's awesome. Okay. Um, I think the new uh, actor in this movie, Catherine Newton, who's playing the daughter and her name. Was she not in the last one? No. She so, was in something, right? Marvel? No. no. So she's playing Cassie Lang. 
Cassie Lang was previously played by a different person, and they recast her the, in these movies. She was played by a different person when she was like six, or you in mean? the first two films, she was played uh, by a little girl named Abby Fort or Fortston, and then in Endgame, she was played by Emma Furman, and now she's played by Catherine Newton. It seems. It seems like maybe there could have it could have been played by Emma because they're the same age oh, really? or something, I think. Let's just see. Oh, actually, Catherine Newton is older than the other person. That's and, what I expected. Yeah. But anyway, point is, so she is new to Marvel as far as this. I thought she was okay. That that if I can say any mm. criticism. I didn't think she was bad. We really I, liked her in Blockers. In Blockers, I loved her in Blockers. Yeah. I, like, I thought everyone was great in Blockers. And I think in this movie, she's fine, but maybe it was also that her character, there's just certain aspects of her character. She is um, wanting to do the right thing, but then some of, the, I'm trying not to spoil it, but some of the things that she says, I'm like, what the fuck are you saying? Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> so maybe it's like uh, <laughs> her yeah. character that I'm, I, I think, like, the writing in the movie was pretty good. Okay. Um, but if there was any uh, uh, weakness, I'd say it would be her character. Yeah, I think her character just didn't feel... There was something about it where I was like, huh? But where where I think it was very strong, I think Jonathan Majors as Kang the Conqueror. I think he was amazing. Like, yeah. very, very good. Everything that he did, even like, I can't remember the lines, obviously, but where I knew something that he was going to say, I'm like, oh, he's going to say this. He would say in a way that I didn't know how that he was going to say it like that. And I was like, oh, even though I knew he was going to say it, he delivered it in a way that I was like, okay, this is compelling. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, he was very, very good. And I do feel like I wish that he could be in a more exciting um phase of marvel maybe a few films earlier yes versus now going down the path of what we've already talked about where i'm like damn okay was his only other thing in marvel so far well is it a spoiler to say i mean i I don't think it's a spoiler but i'll just say that He, he was not introduced in a movie yes yeah and so if you're like man i really need to make sure i know everything going into ant man and the wasp i would watch loki if you want to know every single aspect, watch Loki. Um, but also, could you watch this movie without watching Loki? Yes. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I uh, As far as the other characters, I some of the annoying plot stuff, I would say, comes from uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's character. Because there's like a mystery yeah. to like, what was her time like in the quantum realm, which... As I'm saying this, I'm like, I don't even know what any of this means. But it's almost like, hey, if you could just like give us some information, um, maybe there wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, you yeah. Know, like, it's like, why are you holding out so yeah, long? Yeah. Like, could you just like? And talk it's like, I get that. Bit? Yeah, I get that. This is the classic story beat. Of yeah. Every, you know, but like, you're taking a little, a little too long. Like, yeah. Why are you still doing this? Yeah, and Michael Douglas is there, and he's fine. Like you know, so I think he's as, good. Yeah, he he's yeah, and and there's some special 
cameos and stuff, but let's get into spoilers to talk about that. Um, I would just say if you are just wanting to listen to the spoiler free version and you love Marvel and you have not felt any sense of fatigue, I'm sure you will love this movie. Yeah. You know, like if you've had no wavering feelings on Marvel, you will be fine. If you have seen some of the negative reviews or like the lackluster reaction, um, this movie is fine. It's fine. It's, it's not, I think it's doing a lot and, and it does it perfectly fine. You know, like, and I, yeah, and there are I, I funny think it parts. Was, I, th- I think it was pretty good. I, d- I don't see okay. why people are being negative about it. Uh, like, the only thing I find negative about it is just that it's another Marvel movie and it's like, you know, similar type of story overall and whatnot. Sure, but yeah. Otherwise, I'm, I'm I was not, like, I yeah, haven't it's good. read any reviews as to learning about anyone's like actual negative feelings. I don't know okay. what, what anybody thinks. So, I, I guess we'll find out later. But, um, I don't think there's really anything bad about this movie. I do think if I could say a criticism is I do think the movie is trying to do a lot of stuff. I think there's a there's like two stories being told at once in this movie. And I almost wish that we could have dropped one storyline and focused on another. You know what I mean? Because uh, I was waiting for you to say this. Oh, really? Yeah. Just because I'm like, do you ever like it when there are multiple storylines in a movie? If um, If they're good. Yeah. When? Oh, I don't know. I would need to think about when they do. Bam! Two. No, I'm just gonna oh, like, okay. <laughs> like, ha! You couldn't name it on the spot. <laughs> yeah. So therefore, you never like it. Yeah. No, but it seems like that. Just like every time there's multiple storylines, I mean, story lines, you I don't think like it. I think it's very difficult to do multiple storylines and feel like it has been served equally. Like I think sometimes, or that it doesn't take away from both stories. Because you have a x, you have x amount of time to tell a story. If you're now like, oh, I want to tell two stories, it's like okay. Sometimes it's hard for people to tell one story. So like mm-hmm. that, that's I guess my issue. Also, because of the type of movie that we're watching, they're saying quantum mania. They're saying all these words, and I'm just like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. So it might just be me as well, where I'm like, yeah, uh, uh, you know, like maybe it's a, a me problem. Okay. Um, but are you ready to get into spoilers? Yep. Okay, spoilers. So, <laughs> spoilers, we absolutely are not going through this entire movie. We no. we are just going to talk about like whatever. So, to continue with acting, um there's a cameo from Bill Murray. He's doing Bill Murray like yeah. He's totally fine, like whatever. Um we also saw what's his face? William Jackson Harper, who's from mm. The Good Place, yep. and he's playing a character called, what is this? Quaz? Okay. I guess I don't remember them saying his name, so. Um, yeah, but his character was like, it kind of felt like he was an extension of his Good Place character a little bit. Not not nervous or anything like that, mm. but uh, just like. He w- had the ability to read minds, so he was very. It it reminded me of the Good Place, I guess, because his character in the Good Place is very smart. Like, oh, I you was know. like, uh, he couldn't read minds. <laughs> yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, those are the two other characters that I guess I couldn't mention in um, non spoilers. And I would say they they have small parts, so they're not like major to the story. But yeah. Okay, so um, 
some, I guess, behind the scenes notes, we uh, forgot to mention like a major character in this movie. I started editing it and now I'm like, oh, wait, we didn't talk about this character. So uh, I don't even know how I'm going to put this in. It doesn't matter. Modoc. Yeah. I like, I'm sure if you're a comic book person, you know this character. Uh, I did not, I feel like I've heard of it, but I, I don't know anything about Modoc. But it's played by um, Corey Stoll, who was in the first um, Ant Man, who was. He was Darren. Yeah, Darren Cross. Um, I like the actor Corey Stoll. So I think I had heard that Corey Stoll was going to be in this movie. And I didn't know if it was going to be flashbacks. And I was like, oh, great. I get to see him again. Cool. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't realize that he was playing this character. And so I was like, oh. <laughs> like, yeah. So he's it's a giant head with a little tiny Set of body. arms and legs. Yeah. And a little butt. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he has a little body, but a huge head. And like bigger than his normal head. Yes. And which- his features are all smushed in yeah so he doesn't even look like Corey stole it was really interesting and uh <laughs> interesting, like- it was it was funny it was good and i loved when he was introducing himself and then the cut it does where scott lang is like Oh, I get it. It's uh, you know, Modoc is the acro- is an acronym. Yeah. And like that cut was like really well done, I thought. Okay. Um and yeah, I think it was such a weird thing. It was just like, what? Yeah, that was cuz I I think I also heard people describe this movie as weird, and I would say I didn't really feel like the movie was weird, but that his care Modoc was weird. Yeah, he was that, definitely That weird. was weird. I can't believe we forgot to talk about I'm it. I'm surprised we forgot to talk about it, but I also think there's not that much to say about the character. He's there. It's I think he if anything during the serious parts of the movie, I guess he is bringing some of the comedy because his character yeah. is so weird. Um, but yeah, I don't have much else to say about this character. We just need to make sure to mention him because it's like a major character yeah, in the yeah. movie. And I mean, yeah, he, he was funny. It was, it was, he was funny. So yeah. as far as the acting, I think it was, it was definitely good acting. Yeah. I, and I remember Corey Stahl being good in the first one again. That's why I was like, oh, okay. I'm going to see him again. And then I was like, oh, man, I'm seeing this thing. (laughs) smushed version of his (laughs) face. (laughs) So, yeah, um, don't have too much else to say about it, right? And now I'm like, did we forget another character? But no. But anyway, the story, here's where I'm kind of like. What what, what are the two stories you were referring to? The two stories are, okay, so they get sucked into the quantum realm. And I'm sorry if it sounds weird when I say that. I have to think very hard when I say it. That's why I keep pausing when I'm saying it. Um, But they get sucked into the quantum realm and... (laughs) I'm sorry. You you could just say it like together. Quantum realm. um, Honey, in my brain, it's like, oh my God, are you going to be able to say it? Like, it's just so... (laughs) You you can say it. Anyway, so they get sucked in and uh, (laughs) they um, get split up. So it is uh, Janet Von. It's it's. I guess it's the Van Dyne family, right? Or, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, 
Which is weird because why is his name Dr. Hank Prim, but her name is Janet Van Dyne and Hope Van Dyne. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Anyway, so it's them. It's Michael Douglas, Michelle Pfeiffer, Evangeline Lilly. Okay. They're together. Then you have Paul Rudd and Catherine Newton, Cassie Lang and Scott Lang. And so it kept going back and forth. And every time it would go to Michelle Pfeiffer, I found it annoying because she wasn't saying things. She kept going like, like Evangeline Lilly's like, hey, mom, can you tell us what's going on? She's just like, just listen to me. And it's like, I'm ready to listen to you. Tell me. And she's like, like, we don't have time for that. Like, what are we doing right now? And it's like. I feel like you could have said it. Yeah, we're just we're just writing in this thing. Like, yeah, that's the thing where like the they're doing this whole thing, right? Yeah, and it's you know the classic story. But usually when that happens, it's like they literally can't talk about it for some reason. But it's like no, we could talk while we're walking. Yeah, but then they like wait until they're on a spaceship. It's obviously because they wanted to do a big reveal of her story, which they eventually do. And the reveal basically they they took too long though. It it felt like it took forever. And eventually, the story is while she was in the quantum realm, she bumps into Kang. She doesn't know who he is. He needs help, and they basically like live with each other. And she's trying to help bring his ship back into order or whatever and blah 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 and when she helps him she sees that all the destruction he has done in other because the ship connects to his mind and she sees his mind and can see all that i don't have a problem with that i was just explaining yeah 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 okay so i just yeah so there's that story the other story is well sorry i want to say something about that story oh yeah because uh that's one thing that I thought wasn't that great about the storytelling was um, him like, oh, you know, I, we have to fix this one part for my ship and then she blows it up and then she's gone for, I don't know, 30 years or something. And he has no way to do anything to make the ship work in all that time with his like infinite amazing technical knowledge and stuff and he built all these things but he can't fix his ship like why i think you're going into the problem with these movies in general of like their power and what what is their power and what isn't their power right and i think that yeah i mean it's less about the power this time as like it was a little um I don't think what I want to say is concocted, but maybe concocted to okay. like make it where he has to get Ant-Man to save this part. Cause it has where to it's be like, where it has to be that one. Well, well it has to be that one. Like he could never recreate it or like what, like why not? <laughs> I, I, I don't again, know. I think you're frustrated with the limitations of his power. And again, I would say the problem is we don't have a clear, understanding of a lot of these superhero characters power i feel like with scott lang we do again though i don't think it's about his power i think it's more about the science or something where it's like give us one little line about why he can't just make it again sure okay okay it's like uh and it has this one 
uh, substance that's only available on Earth or so, or on this specific planet that I went to, and I can never find it again or something like something. Yeah, there was nothing. No, I in agree. It, and it just didn't say anything about that. And it's like, no, I just need that. Because yes, they were able to fix it on in the quantum realm. Why can't he fix it in the quantum realm? Like, they, it's not like uh, no, she no. had a special thing, right? Well, sure. Yeah, when she fixed it, they just say, "Oh, we worked on it for years." And then it, and then we finally figured it out. But no, like, and we used the no. <laughs> prim or what is it? Pim, pim particles yeah. and uh, we're just not on the same page. I, I guess <laughs> not. And also, I I'm sorry if I sound scared. I just don't know any of these words that are like. No, it's this, fine. Like, no, and I'm not saying we're not on the same page because your knowledge. No, is something, it's because but, I keep thinking I know what you're saying. Yes. and then and I don't. No, what what I'm saying is. Not when they fixed it in the first place. Yeah. The fact that once they blew it up... He couldn't figure it out. He he didn't have any other way to get out of there. Sure. And it's like, he was banished down there, so I guess banishing him there, they knew he didn't have a way out. Yeah. But... Uh, I don't know. It's, it's like not explained why he couldn't, with all of his wisdom and stuff, make a new ship or sure. something. Yeah, I would say for me, the issue with this story is that once Kang starts talking about like, I am time and time is me and time is just a thing and a thing is this like whatever. Uh When he starts doing... There was, yeah, like one weird thing where he he does a whole speech and saying how time is like not a, you know, a thing you have to worry about and whatnot. And then later on, he's like, I'm late. Or something, and like, oh, wait, I, I'm running out of time. I was like, wait, didn't you just do a whole uh, here, thing about here's, that? Here's again what I'll say: I didn't understand a lot of it, but Jonathan Majors did such a good job. I felt <laughs> yeah. like I was like, uh huh. And then if I had yeah. obviously me trying to explain any of it now, I'm like, I have no idea how to explain yeah. it. But he did such a good job being this character that at first, when it's not revealed that he's a villain, um, you're like, okay, whatever. And then once he becomes a villain. He's really or, good. Or is he a villain? I mean, I guess he is because he wants... And, and, and again, what's his want? I mean, that's the thing. His want in one way was to stop all the evil uh, <laughs> versions of himself from destroying the entire timeline it, or something. It was? Yeah, but then also when pressed, he was like, well, also, I'm a conqueror, and I want to take over and, you know... Oh, when did he say me? any of this? He said both of those things multiple times. Where was I? I don't remember him saying this. Uh, you were right next to me. Okay. This is the impression I was getting, that okay. he... While he was in the quantum realm, he was like, well, man, my ship's broke, and I can't leave, so if I'm going to be here, I want it to be fun. So, like, <laughs> no, so, yes, no, cause that's what because literally, uh, M- Michelle Pfeiffer is like, he made a kingdom out of his prison, b- implying like he took over the quantum realm, yeah, and and like conquered it, even because only because he couldn't leave, he didn't want to be there, but he's like, well, while I'm here. It might as well be like I'm the king here, and that's that's what he did. And I get mm. that. What I wasn't understanding is like, what's his ultimate goal as a villain? Like, what is he trying to accomplish? And yeah. I feel like the what what we're supposed to get out of it is that because there's a hundred 
t- different versions of him. They so all a whole want lot different. More than a hundred. You sure. remind me of blockers. <laughs> he's like, there must be like fifty rooms here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's like two hundred fifty. <laughs> yeah, but like, I just yes, there are millions of versions. Whatever. But like, well, I don't know. Just kidding. Go ahead. They, they all want a different thing, or do they all want the same? Or all because- of those versions are banding together uh-huh. to take over or something, and he wants Ooh. to stop them. Uh, yes, and this this is where I'm like, I'm out, I'm out, because mm-hmm. my brain is hurting trying to explain this. Like, I just it, and, and it. However, I'm sure it'll be very fun to watch him do his thing you know because he's a good actor but like as far as me being like interested in this story i I don't i need to know people's motivations for me to really be into it you know yeah his motivation is slightly confusing i forget how early on we actually heard anything about um what's it called motivation uh what was his name Bad guy? Thanos. Thanos, that was it. Yeah. Um, Because, like, his motivation was very clear and, like, Um, made some sense. I think there were two phases to that. One, you were like, okay, he wants all these stones. He wants these stones. Why does he want the stones? But Yeah, that's when it was, like, a total mystery. Like, what's going on? But we knew he wanted the thing. So it's like, okay, that's what he wants. He wants the thing. Then once he got the thing, it's like, well, why do you want that thing? And then he explained it. So it's like, okay, but what does Kang the Conqueror want? And yes, yeah, so that was the question of there was one Kang the Conqueror that we just met yeah. who wanted something specific, and then there's a million cop, uh, different versions of him uh-huh. that are all banding together and want something different. Yeah. It's obviously something different because they banished him because yeah. he didn't agree. Now the question is, what each of them really wants... Uh, the supposedly this one wanted to stop all the other ones, but why? Yeah. Not exactly clear, but when that's what I'm saying, like when pressed, he was like, yeah, I'm a conqueror. I want to conquer and have the timeline be the one I am in charge of or whatever. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. Something. Yeah. Okay. And like, and you know, yeah, I have no, regard for any lives lost or anything because this yeah, is how Yeah, because be. he said it doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, yeah, I, I would say, like, for me, just to get into spoilers and to talk about some of the stuff we talked about in non-spoilers, where I felt like Catherine Newton's character, Cassie Lang, her character at the beginning, she's just like, we need to help people, you know? I was doing this mm-hmm. protest and then whatever, and then when they get stuck in the quantum realm, she's like, oh, we need to help them. And Scott Lang's like, how the fuck do you want us to help them? Like, you know, like, yeah. what are we supposed to do? And she's just like, come on, dad. And it's like, no, you come on. What, like, <laughs> what, what do you want to do? How are you going to help? You don't even know what's going on. How are you going to yeah. help if you don't know what's going on? Like, so I think that was my own issue where I'm like, what is this character doing? Like, what is she doing? Well, yeah, that's an interesting point of, like, they could have gone the direction of, like, oh, we need to help them. I'm going to come in and help. And it's like, you can't help without understanding the situation. And then maybe she messes it up worse. But that isn't what it is. It's more like, I'm your savior because I care. And I can just come in and make it all better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. But, anyway. eh. Yeah, um, 
I I don't know if there's really anything else I have to say about this. I, I like uh, we we kind of already talked about the mid credit scene where you see uh, a million different Kangs and they're mm-hmm. like there's three talking and they're like how many did you call and they say all of them and then yeah. you see all these different jonathan majors different costumes different reactions some of them really intense ones <laughs> yeah and it's like okay that's interesting um i'm still kind of confused but okay and then the post credit scene was basically letting us know that uh, about Loki season two, like right, like it's Loki mm. and uh, Mobius. Is that his name? Mobius. Uh, yeah, I think okay. So. Um, spot another Kang variant named Victor Timely in the 1920s. Okay, and there's there was that. Nothing mm-hmm. happened there, and I was kind of like, why did I sit through this? Like, okay. Um, I liked it. I liked seeing those two because that show was good. It was. Good, but I am good. I am still kind of like I at a certain point I don't understand Kang okay. as a sure like what's going on. So um Well no, I didn't get that scene. You didn't not get really. that scene? No, not really. You mean the nineteen twenties scene? Yeah. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. <laughs> but you were happy that yeah. we saw it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um the other thing I'll mention, the visual that I thought was like kind of interesting, but then I don't know if it was executed well, was like when they said he was in a probability storm and there mm. were like different versions of him. Yeah. Um, and he was like climbing all of him, yeah. like basically like ants or whatever. Mm. Um I, I thought that was interesting, like visually. Um, oh yeah, that was another thing what? that didn't make sense to me. Like uh the wasp comes in and is like, Oh, I got you and here, let me help you shrink this thing down so Kang can have it. And it's like, didn't your mom just tell you not to give it to him and you agreed and whatnot, but you came and immediately helped him do a thing to be able to give it to him mm-hmm. without knowing anything about what's going on? You, I, I thought the that same thing. Was I was like, how did she know that? But again, I'm I and maybe I'm being unfair by giving this movie way too much like like of a cushion where i'm not even gonna fault like you know what i mean i'm like yeah that but but see on the other hand i can fault it for a couple of these little things yeah but i still thought it was fun and it was pretty good sure yeah and i say i i still thought it was a perfectly fine movie and my distinction in that between fine and good is that I think I just, uh, at a certain point, felt, I, I feel exhausted. The, yeah. There was a point in this movie where they they kill Kang, or at least you think they kill Kang. Like, Kang gets taken by all these ants. I, we don't even need to go into that. Um, and they're going into a portal, but, oh, no, Kang's back. And I literally was like, oh, what? The movie's not over? Like I, Because I was like, okay, and it's over. And and not because was it was like, bad. No, of course not. Well, no, because they did a fake out earlier. And I was like, okay, yeah. And then it's like another yeah. thing. And I'm like, oh, my God. So, and that's just my own exhaustion. That's truly yeah. just my own exhaustion. That's not anything to say about the movie being bad or anything. I am just exhausted by these types of movies. So, yeah, um, I think the point I was referring to earlier where I finally hit that 
was I think when Ant Man was like doing it, and then he was huge, and mm-hmm. he's like, "Ah, oh, I can't quite do it," and it's like, "Oh, what just happened? Oh, all of the little people came to help out, and like, uh, the the rebel, the rebellion's happening, and everyone's fighting back." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Uh huh, yep." Just like every other time, you know, the whole community comes behind right yeah, when which, he's about to not be able to do it. And, oh, here we go. Yeah. And again, I don't think that's a negative. You just it, are saying it's you're it, exhausted. Because yeah. You've seen it it so just was like, okay, it's the same exact thing. Now, it switched up a little bit, kind of, because then that didn't quite work. And then the ants come and it's like, oh, okay, that's another thing versus yeah. just the one thing working. But, uh yeah. Uh, that was the other thing where <laughs> I was like, uh, his like hand wavy, oh, the ants, when they traveled down here, they, you know, spent Went a million through. years getting better technology and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, that's freaking convenient. Like, what the heck? Yeah, which, again, they established that they were these ants that were creating technology on Earth and then... Whatever yeah. they had advancements, what whatever I yeah. I don't care. It, it was it was okay. It was just like a little like uh, okay. I I just want <laughs> release from these movies. I'm I am not doing this anymore. Like I just whatever. And I'm saying yeah. I'm not doing this anymore. But however, I guess I will be seeing um, Guardians and the Marvels. So, but yeah. I think I'm kind of done. And I would pass on Guardians, but. Uh, you know, I know you want to see that. So, I mean, um, I can see it without you if you want. Yeah, maybe we'll talk about it because, yeah, yeah, I just. I think we both want to see the Marvels. Yeah. And I think Guardians, I feel like, is going to be like this one in terms of I like the comedy of Guardians. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that'll be good. However, I think it has. Uh, is not going to be as good as the other Guardians because Chris Pratt doesn't seem to be funny anymore. Um, <laughs> okay. okay, Or yeah. want to even try to be. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Drax, the um, Dave Batista, he's hilarious. So yeah, that, that character is really good. Oh, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Like maybe we could discuss what we want to do. But I hope if anyone's listening to this who's like, I love these movies and I actually wanted to hear a review on it. It's like, yeah, I, I absolutely am willing to put out there that maybe it's just my own exhaustion coming into this movie. And if I was able to watch this movie years from now, I'd be like, you know what? That was actually a fun movie. But the impression I'm getting is like, it's a totally fine movie and there are funny parts. There's great acting and the world and the story that it's telling is extremely familiar to the point that I am exhausted. Should we uh, set a reminder to watch this on the 10-year anniversary? No, I'm good. Hopefully. <laughs> I'm sure we'll be at, what, the 100th Marvel movie or whatever. Yeah. At that point. Um, anyway, so yeah. Is there anything else you want to say about uh, this movie? Uh, I don't think so. I think that about covers it. Yeah, I think the last thing I'll say that I forgot to mention, which maybe it's good that I didn't mention it before spoilers, is that there were a lot of people saying that this is like a Star Wars movie. I think that is, it does feel kind of like Star Wars elements, I think, in some of the space, like, building or like the, I think they even say like rebellion and like, you know, there's just like certain yeah. things the, that remind you visually, at least, of Star Wars. So I don't think that's a 
negative or Different positive or anything. Yeah, stuff. I just think it's just an observation. So I want to make sure I mention that. Yeah, it's an interesting observation. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, I don't have anything else to say. You're good? Yep. Okay, bye. Bye.